Hey, hey, family. Welcome to the Spoiled Milk Podcast. I am one half of your dynamic duo. I am DJ, and I want to say hello to my co-host, Big Mike. What's up, man? Hey, DJ. How's it going today? Uh, I am cool, man. I am doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Things are awesome down here. Things are awesome. Um, not to bog the podcast down like we did two podcasts that go with the weather report, but I would just like to tell you it is 66 in the South. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> it's almost shorts weather down here. Well, you know, we we having the heat wave here in Lower Canada. In Lower Canada, about, yeah, it's like forty something degrees, almost fifty. So, you know, it's a heat wave. So. Oh yeah, that's a straight up heat wave. That's it. Bust out the tank tops and yeah. Bermuda shorts, and we are ready to go. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, but while we are here, we have a special guest for today, a friend of the show oh, and yeah. of the podcast, uh, the, the official, I don't know if we'll call him, but we'll say the official Star Wars insider and informer. I don't know, but we have oh, none God. other. Sounds good. Yeah, that's it. We have none other than the man himself, Black Mando. What's up, man? What's going on, DJ Big Mike? How y'all doing tonight? Doing great, Black Mando. Everything going on your end. Good. Listen up. We're, I'm good. Lower uh, Canada, as DJ would say. Yes, it is cold down here. It was actually pretty warm yesterday, though. I'd say for Lower Canada. <laughs> yeah, for That's real. It. That's it. Warm is relative, so. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. relative to us. So, uh, you know what? Let's talk about something, right? Talking about warming up. We got something coming out June 10th. We got a, a movie coming out with a fresh trailer today. Uh, Jurassic World uh, Dominion the oh, yeah. fin- the, the, well not the final trailer but the final movie in the Jurassic World uh, I, I guess trilogy would that would that, yeah. would that be right to say that oh yeah yeah right so, yeah. yeah yeah so uh, just came out today a few hours ago how do you how are you guys feeling uh, about not just the trailer but the movie in general itself? I was thinking it was pretty cool. I mean, I liked the trailer. I saw some of the previous characters were, were, were back. I saw Sam Neill was back. Jeff Goldblum was back. It would have been cool if they could have had the guy, the um, the man who created Jurassic Park when he had his grandkids in the first movie. It would have yeah. been cool if the grandkids all grown up now would have come back. Or maybe Chris Pratt is his grandson. I don't know. But now they, they've never announced that. But it would have been cool to see the, the grandkids come back. But yeah, I'm I'm not sort of sort of hyped up for it. I mean, I haven't seen all of the all of the Jurassic Parks, but I think this will be a be a nice installment. Okay, okay, all right. You're talking about John Hammond. Uh, yeah, yeah, John Hammond. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, not too long ago, so he won't he won't be coming back. Uh, but uh, Black Mando, how you feel about the movie? You know, as being, I, I won't say how young I, you know, how much younger I might be to you guys, but <laughs> I will say that growing up, you know, and I was in the '90s. These movies, man, I I remember going with my parents to go see them in the movie theater. And the one thing about Jurassic Park, I really like it every single time. I think it was the third one that came out of the original uh, trilogy where they actually uh, had the dinosaurs like out in the in the city and stuff. Okay. That's what I live for in the Jurassic Park movies, honestly. 
is you know let's get these dinosaurs interacting with people that and uh, they're they're paying it forward in this movie for sure this is exactly what I want from a Jurassic Park movie. I want to see these dinos eating some people <laughs> out in the real world, dealing with lions and, you know, house pets, you know, the, the chihuahuas and all that. I, that. This is what I want. I want to see T-Rexes and stuff taking on, you know, your regular house pets. So I, I'm super hyped for this one. And see, I, yeah. I, I guess that, like, I want to see that, but then I have this part of me that that I have to suspend uh, suspend my belief in order to believe that oh, yeah. would happen in Got this you. film because you have you know just all type of technology we got technology oh, yeah. on top of technology. You can blow oh, up sure. a whole a whole continent sure. if you want. So I mean, sure. I'm just like yeah, it would never happen. Yeah, yeah. You would blow them all away. Yeah, like I'm looking in the trailer and I'm seeing uh, Dallas Bryce Howard and she's jumping from like building to building. And I don't know if you got to, guys got the same feel, but as she's jumping from one building as a Velociraptor is chasing her, I'm thinking of James Bond. That's exactly oh, yeah, right. definitely. definitely. Yeah, sure. I was like, that yeah. looked just like a James Bond scene. But oh, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I I am uh, hyped about seeing it uh, June 10th. I know with the last one, I got uh, early release passes to okay. see it in the theater. Oh, so man. so hopefully, I get some early release passes this time. Uh, I'm trying to go. Oh look, look! If we if we can get some passes, <laughs> it's definitely gonna happen. But we got it was a whole package, man, and you don't get that as much as you used to. Like you know, back in the day when I was following the old comics to film website. Shout out to Rob Worley and all those guys at Scratch Nine doing great stuff in California. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, comics to film that that old website, man, they used to give out. Uh, free passes like you know a couple times a month and then not only that but you would get like swag so I remember uh, I went to see Ghost Rider and I got like a wallet that said Ghost Rider on it, it had like a little chain on it you hooked That's it awesome. yeah it was man I used to get all type of swag back then so you don't get that as often uh, but I'm hoping here especially if COVID started dying down we can get some early release passes again and, and get that going but we'll but we'll see but let's move on okay. uh we we know we have our main topic Bo, uh the book of boba fett uh which oh, we're gonna yeah. talk about yeah oh, that's yeah. why we got black mando on to tell oh, us yeah. about that but yeah. before we <laughs> jump in, <laughs> yeah our star wars inside but before we jump oh, into that uh may 25th you guys know what day that is right oh yeah oh yeah Obi Wan uh, Kenobi, I of course I do, bro. Look, I, Come on, I can't wait. Black Mando, jump right in there. Let us. What you think about this? How, how do you? What are your predictions, or what do you feel about the Obi Wan series coming up? Okay, so first off, we know uh, Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader, a young Darth Vader. I've been wanting this ever since that Rogue One scene at the end. I want to see Vader in his prime just decimating yeah. Jedi and tracking them down and trying to find them. That, that Ever since Rogue One happened, that I've been yearning to see that. So, you know, we had, we're we going to see that. I, I believe I want to see um, it directly after the fall of the Jedi Temple and, uh, you know, Obi-Wan going off-world. Um, I, I would want 
want to see that. Maybe we'll see some other uh, Jedi who make it out of the Jedi Temple as well would be cool. Um, you know, Ahsoka could be in there, obviously, if we're going to have Hayden Christensen in there. And uh, Rosario Dawson is doing an awesome job as Ahsoka right now. Oh, yeah. I got to give her the props for that. And, you know, I, I all I got to say is, is young Vader, bro. Really. I mean, I know it's Kenobi. But that relationship with uh, uh, Vader and uh, Kenobi is, is really what I'm looking forward to, honestly. Yeah, and see, we, we have to almost uh, kind of temper ourselves some. Almost, just because we know in the official canon, they don't meet again. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's, that's kind of a gray area, too, that they don't really meet again until the deaths. I mean, not the deaths. Yeah, the Death Star. The Death yeah, Star, I'm, yeah. Good God. Yeah. I'm looking at my G.I. Joes and I was yeah. about to say the Death Stream. Yeah. But the Death Star. So <laughs> that's how I go. What I, what I would like to see is, and I, I know um, in some of the books and comics, um, they don't meet physically, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of things that happen through the Force and through vision. Okay. Yeah. Um, that I'm really excited about. Um, hopefully that they delve into that. You know, being plagued from the decisions that they've made. We already know Kenobi is going to feel terrible about the, the high ground situation. So i really like to see if they were to have some types of uh, forced visions where like Kenobi is kind of like beating himself down for a little bit and then, you know, building himself back up. Good, good stuff. Big Mike, what you jump in there? What you feel? Oh yeah, um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Obi Wan was my favorite character of the prequel series. That that, 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 that whole uh, yeah, that whole you know don't do it. You know I have the high ground. You and my brother Anakin, and I loved you, and and you know that that pretty much made the series for me. And the fast lightsaber work that Luke versus Vader in Return of the Jedi, left, right, up, down, rinse and repeat. That was awful by comparison, and I'm definitely looking forward to um, Obi Wan. Um, and there's some canon that he and Darth Maul had a second battle on Tatooine once. Once he was oh, yeah. there, and I'm hoping they will cover oh, that. I forgot about that. You know, after he basically chopped him in half. That's right. You know, Darth Maul finds him on Tatooine with some brand new droid legs and everything. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I really think, um, you know, this series has a lot of potential hopefully we'll get to see ahsoka maybe and it's almost looking like this is the mando universe so maybe we could have a cameo with mando maybe boba fett walks by because you know they're they're all on tatooine Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, it's a lot of potential and i wouldn't be surprised if there if there's a new character introduced there that might end up getting his or her own uh, own spinoff uh, because there's already right. talk about an Ahsoka series coming later on this year. Yeah, so I think yeah. he has a lot of potential. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm pretty much like you in the sense that I want to see Darth Maul. And that's what I'm gonna ask. Do you think we're gonna see that? I want to ask y'all too. Do you y'all really think we're gonna see Darth Maul in Kenobi? Because I mean, it's a big plot point, you know, uh, as far as him trying to track him down and everything. Do you think we'll we'll get that? Yeah, I think so. I think, I so. think so. I mean. Too. I, I definitely think so too. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you almost have to do that. Yeah. Because you know you you can't put Darth Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi in the same room just because of what we mentioned earlier. However, right. you can have them face off against you know maybe uh, an IG eighty eight unit, a Darth Maul, 
Uh, maybe even, you know, I really don't want to see too many Jedi come on planet unless it's like a Jedi that hasn't really been trained all the way just yet. Uh, but I, I, you know, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. But I do want to see Darth Maul. And, and what I, I've been hearing is that they're floating with pulling Darth Maul to the light side, which I'm I'm a, I'm against that a little bit. Yeah, I'm against that too. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? yeah I, I I've been hearing that. I can't remember oh, exactly the source, but I've been hearing that they've been flirting with bringing Darth. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with it. He yeah. he has to say stay uh, on the dark side or at least you know closer to the dark side than the light yeah. side because we know he gave up being a Sith in uh, the Star Wars Rebel series. So yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at. I want him to stay evil. Yeah, at least that's yeah. that's yeah. my thing. That's Me my too. thing. Uh, right, because I don't think this will be the same as like Anakin coming back to the light side. Yeah, they haven't yeah. really set up Darth Maul to have any real personality. I mean, that was a little bit more of his backstory on the, you know, on the animated shows. But we don't really know enough about Darth Maul to even really want him to be redeemed. So I think mm-hmm. keeping him how, as a straight up villain would be better. I think. I how could they even do that? The one thing that. Maul, the reason why Maul even was alive was because of his rage for Kenobi. Yep. That is what got him through once he was chopped in half and got those spider legs. Mm -hmm. That continued him on. The will, the rage, that's all it was. So how could we now flip-flop this character to the light side when the one thing that was keeping him alive was the dark side and his rage for Kenobi? doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that I agree with you hundred percent there. Uh but that's just a rumor. It's yeah. not <laughs> I, I hope it yeah, that yeah, way. I hope it stays a rumor it really too. It hurt my spirit right Yeah, there. I'm sorry. Really I, I, I'm I am so sorry. May the force be with us all because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just it doesn't work out right. But you, you know, I, I do want to see some battle in between Kenobi and Darth Maul. And if there's oh, yeah. anything that we're starting to see, at least within the Star Wars universe, is that they're starting to move away from some of the characters that, who have been around for a while. And we'll, we'll kind of get into that in, in the Boba Fett. But before we do, uh, we just want all of you listeners to uh, continue to support us, continue to support the podcast and what we're doing. And one way you continue to support us is by going to YouTube, looking up Spoiled Milk, You'll see our standard logo there and following our page. We do a lot of uh, action figure reviews, uh, Lego bills. We got a bunch of awesome stuff coming up. And then not only that, we're doing an action figure giveaway every month. So follow the Spoiled Milk YouTube channel. Go on YouTube, follow us, like us, subscribe us, turn on your notifications. That way you can stay up to date on all the things we're doing as far as with our collectibles. And like I said, stay tuned because Hasbro Plus has just dropped a lot of vintage Star Wars action figures. We're going to get Black Mando to do a couple of uh, a couple of reviews. Oh, uh, man, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, Big Mike oh, has real. something set up. Uh, oh, we're going to yeah, get some G.I. Joe stuff going. This is the 40th anniversary for G.I. Joe. So make sure you guys like us on YouTube, Spoiled Milk, and follow us to stay tuned. But that brings us right to our main topic today, oh, yeah. which is the book of Boba Fett. Fett? 
Bet. Uh, he back, baby. He, he's back. He is he's back. Back. He's back. So we're gonna we're gonna be some we're gonna be some very gracious hosts today. Oh yeah, most definitely. And, and we're gonna let Black Mando pretty much dive into the book of Boba Fett, uh, and then we'll kind of talk about. Let's do it like this. Let's talk about what what could have used some work, okay. and then we'll kind of segue onto what was good. And then we'll go to what was great. You guys good with that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I like that. I like All right, that. cool, cool. Definitely. So, Black Mando, the ball's in your court. What do you think about the book of Boba Fett, and you know some of the things it could have been approved upon? Okay, so I was okay with the Tuscan Raider background story that they did. I thought it was kind of a cool way uh, involving that back to take, uh, you know, showing that was the way that they were kind of showing him, you know, being passed out of the back to take and then going into his, you know, what, what happened right after uh, the pit and everything. But I thought those really were the, the slowest episodes for me. I'm going to be honest with you. I enjoyed the world building. I enjoyed the fact of, you know, we're seeing, uh, you know, a, a softer side of Boba Fett, which I, you know, online, a lot of people weren't liking the fact that from what I was seeing and was hearing and reading, a lot of people thought Boba Fett was getting pretty soft, but, you know, he was getting, he is getting older. Um, it makes sense. Uh, you know, he says he doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore. He wants to leave with respect and everything i understood that i was okay with that but a lot of people were like that's not my boba that's not my fet you know all that which we we saw the boba fet that they wanted in this finale by the way yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. but as the one thing that really i thought could have been approved upon um was right there in that middle uh part or uh beginning uh, to middle part of the season where I felt like it was kind of dragging. And what, we only got like seven episodes, right? Wasn't yeah, that it? was it, like seven yeah. episodes. Yeah. So it was like, man, right, right when things are really getting heated up, every week I was like, man, I just want to see this war. I want to see this war. I want to see this war. We kept not getting this war. We got, you know, I, I love Mando, but, you know, we got like kind of like a season... 2.5-ish with Mando, you know, I wasn't expecting that. It was cool, but I kept wanting to see this war, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then we get the war, and then it's over with. So I would have liked to maybe see uh, them develop this the, the war aspect of it a little bit more, and, um, and, and flesh it out a little bit more, because I thought it was a little bit too much of before the war, and not during, and the consequences of it. So great, great. I I agree with you. I do too. A hundred percent. Big Mike, we're gonna let you jump in there. What do you think? Okay. Um I, I, I actually like the season. Um I also agree like Black Mando. I was really looking for ten episodes. I was texting with a couple of my friends, I think it was the day before yesterday, and, and um one friend said, Yeah, and the last episode comes on tomorrow. And I'm like, last episode? Yeah, so with seven episodes, um, I'm assuming that's for production cost, as I like to say, Luke 1983, that that technology to give us Mark Hamill from 1983, 
yeah. it's perfect. Now it for the for the ones of us that are old enough to remember Mark Hamill from 1983, it's just so impressive, and it's just really incredible what they can do with technology now. And um, when when Chadwick Boseman died, there was talk about Marvel Studios came out and said we aren't going to give you a digital likeness of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. And I'm thinking, was that really that possible anyway? But after we see what we can get, what Disney can do and what the technology can afford us now, yeah, I mean, they can really recreate people. Now, they did it with Carrie Fisher in one movie. It was a really quick clip. But to give you several lines of Mark Hamill looking like he stepped out of a time machine, that was incredible. But it's but I've I've uh, kind of got sidetracked. As far as the Boba Fett series, I had no real expectations. I was talking with DJ before we started. You know, I left the theater in '83 at Return of the Jedi after Han Solo accidentally clipped his jetpack and he flew off into the Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc pit. I'm thinking this this dude is kind of a joke. I mean, he's kind of a kind of a. I guess like a comic value or sort of a comical character. You know, he accidentally got sucked into the Sarlacc pit. So I didn't have any real expectations, and I thought it was a good series. I enjoyed the Tuscan Raider, I guess, backstory, and that was a good idea, like Black Mando said, to explain why he's healing in the back to tank. Um, I really liked the, character, the, the characters, how they fleshed out so many of the characters, those two Warthog guys who are always with with um, Jabba the Hutt hanging out around his palace. It was cool to see them back. It was cool to see the big Wookiee, Chrysanthemum. I thought he was he was really cool. Finnick was nice. I mean, it was a it was a good a, a good season. It seemed like he was sort of rushing near the end. Seven episodes yeah. seemed like they tried to cram in that last battle. I would have liked to see them flesh that out a little bit more to see them battle over more than one episode. But I really wonder if there's plans to give us a second season of Boba Fett or if the book of Boba Fett was just something to tide us over until we get to the third Mandalorian season. So I guess you guys are going to make me the Sith Lord of the episode today. Okay. Come on, that to be the bad guy. Come on with it. Come on with it. So I, I, there is a lot to like here. But there, there was also a lot that just made me cringe. I, 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 I gotta be honest. Oh, really? I, I was one of those people, right, who was like, okay, like I don't mind Boba Fett getting, you know, softer or more understanding in his old age. I have no problem with that, none at all. But I, I guess it was the pacing of how he got there. It was like yeah. he got knocked into the Sarlacc pit after being gangster. And then yeah. came out just like, okay, I love everybody. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this, where's the progression here? Where's the progression? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, like the Rodarian, you know, the the uh, race like Greedo, the Rodarian betrays him. Like he's trying to break out, and he's like, look, we can get out of here together. Yeah. The Rodarian betrays him, and he's like, I should kill you. I, I should kill you, but I'm not. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute, this is. This yeah. is Boba yeah. Fett. He is the bounty hunter, and and I wouldn't have mind. I wouldn't have mind if he did. And then maybe the Tuscans like teach him about okay, you need a tribe. 
not yeah. on, you know you need to try that's what i wanted to happen out of that episode it's not that him being like that i didn't like i i liked it like you know that's maturity you got to mature but usually it's something that happens that brings you to that point and that was like one of my main gripes i'm like okay like all right this is different but but i rolled with that that was that wasn't that big of a deal but when he goes back to the sarlacc pit and the i know he's got a new name for his ship yeah i, I can't remember what it is but he's got a new name for his ship right it, oh the it, fire uh, it's the what is it the fire sprayer or something so, like that so, i don't know it's gonna it's always like be that? slave one to me always yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be slave one. but he goes back to the sarlacc pit in the slave one and then he like literally dives down face down into the sarlacc pit i'm like what are you doing man <laughs> like who yeah. who does that like kill the thing first let's kill yeah. it first make yeah. sure it's dead and then you go down into it but oh no he he puts his head you know the ship goes down and he almost kills himself and then i have to bring this one i think didn't yeah i I know i'm picking this apart right (laughs) i'm picking apart. but i i can't help and this might be episode three i think it was episode three that terrible terrible speeder bike chase Oh, oh, I man. have never, and, and it's like they all have Power Ranger colors on. Yeah, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like that whole group, the okay. modern group. I was, I was done with them. I was like, yeah. no. I'm like, no. I don't, I don't want, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want any of them. All of them in this in the war with uh, the Pikes, the Pike Syndicate. They could have killed all of them. I wouldn't have been sad at all. Oh, Take them all oh, out. Take them all out. Oh, that would have been it. I, on, I would not. <laughs> so the last episode, right? Remember the part? Chrysanthemum is hurt or something. Yeah. And the modders go help him. And then they, they're carrying Chrysanthemum. And then the dude just drops Chrysanthemum's arm. And then just does like a pirouette. Oh, to yeah. shoot his laser blaster, I was like, "That was just what is that?" I was like, "What is, what is that? What is that?" That was a little corny, but it was kind of expected in a sci-fi, old old west gangster movie, I guess. Uh, so that so I'm I'm the Sith Lord of this episode, right? So if <laughs> good points though. Well, if you want to want to bring out some some red lightsaber quality criticisms, my biggest criticism of Boba Fett comes not from this series it comes off of the episode when he was in the in the mandalorian they set up the mandalorian to give you all of this lore where he can't take off his honor his his, his armor it's an honor it's it's traditional it's his heritage it's special it's the way right it's the way there you go <laughs> and to see boba yeah. fett wearing the same armor it would easily make you think okay he's a mandalorian also and you know, from seeing Django fit, then you know he's not necessarily as deep into it as Mando is. Mm-hmm. But when he basically just says, "Nah, I just wear the armor because it looks cool," that just really disappointed me. <laughs> and the way the, Good point. The, the Mandalorian, you know, he's strict with his code, and I don't want to necessarily say this, but I kind of wonder if they brought him in and gave him basically his own episode doing the Book of Boba Fett series because they weren't sure Boba Fett could carry the series by himself. 
but it's like, yeah, we're going to bring in your big brother to kind of show you the way. But that whole, that whole how Boba Fett has no interest in the in, in the lore and the history and the and the majesty of the armor just kind of disappoints me. It, it's kind of like he doesn't really deserve it. You know, and he's just walking around talking to Jennifer Beals at the nightclub and just takes his helmet off all casually and gives it to the Twi'lek to go and clean it. I mean, Mando will never do anything like that because the honor, the armor is special to him. But I guess that's my Sith Lord moment as far as just the whole, I guess the whole, the whole writing and the whole backstory of it. I would have liked to see Boba Fett appreciate the armor more than it just being functional. You know, this is just what I wear because it's bulletproof. I don't really care about it, you know, any further. Yeah. Even if I agree, you know, even if it was just because, and he kind of, you know, when he brought up the, the chain code in there and everything, and, you know, showed his father, it was his father's armor, you know, and saying that he was a foundling, uh, Django was a foundling as well. You know, he kind of uh, did it that way. But even if he had more conviction because of the fact of it was his daddy's armor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He saw his father die in that armor. Mm-hmm. Even if he had more convictions that way, I think, you know, it's a great point that you, you know, brought up Big Mike. Because even if they just did that, even if it wasn't because of the fact of this is the way to him or whatnot, even if his convictions were because that was my father's armor, he died in it, it belongs to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that Definitely. would have be been better, even. Yeah, that's a good point. And 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 see that that's the thing that kind of endears a character to us. But those, I mean, those are some minor things. They really didn't derail the entire show. It was just some eye rolling moments. But for the most part, yeah, the the show was good, right? It it wasn't a horrible show by any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't one of those things where we're like, okay, we we can't make it through this. And oh, and. Yeah. What I did like, and I think you guys said it earlier, that Tuscan Raider episode or those episodes where we got to know more about the Tuscan Raiders, like as I'm watching this, I'm saying to myself, shame on us. Shame on us for just writing off an entire culture of people exactly. for being evil when we don't even know that much. Like I had no idea up into this show. Like and and I've read some books and I can't say I've read all the Star Wars books. I can't say I've read all the, the comic books or the graphic novels, right? But it it does like, you know, as a whole, we've kind of written them all off. It's like everybody's evil. But we haven't even looked at, okay, there are different tribes of sand people. Or, I'm sorry, not sand, Tuscan Raiders. There are different tribes of Tuscan Raiders. You know, sand people is probably a, a term of derision. And we yeah. just call them that. Like, oh, sand people, this, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, dang, man. Like, you know, it kind of shows us our biases. And if anything, that one episode by itself kind of made me think, like, man, you know, like, yeah, I know this is fictional and it's a fictional people. But looking at it in real life, you know, sometimes we write off whole groups of people as they're nothing but this or this, that, and the other. And and to see that put in Star Wars and it wasn't, you know, sometimes this stuff is real heavy handed and real preachy, but it wasn't heavy handed. It wasn't preachy. It was like right there, like, okay, don't judge a book by its cover. And then, you know, you could see all the good qualities of these people. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I really like, how how as you said they they really showed it from the Tuscan Raiders point of view 
they really have a whole lot of similarities, I guess, on 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 Earth to Native Americans. You know, they basically yeah. live off their land. They live off wherever they're from. They look like they were nomadic as well. You know, mm-hmm. they travel. I'm I'm assuming if you're living on a desert planet, you probably have to travel to find food and water. And the way they showed Boba with that branch, and then he brought the branch to the weapons expert, and they basically showed how they transformed that into the club that the, I guess the trainer, the one who was training him, it was a similar club. I really thought that was that was really cool. I liked the Tusken Raider episodes, and it was really cool, as you say, you know, to give them some backstory, and to kind of make Boba Fett a more evolved character, because like I said, and in Return of the Jedi, when he accidentally got knocked into the Sarlacc pit, I had no no real opinion of him. You know, they were saying, I, I watched a quick clip on him, they were saying how many lines of dialogue he had in the original trilogy. I think it was like, he might have said 16 words or something. I mean, it was just really quick. He was basically an extra with some screen time. So so this was cool. So, so can, can I jump in right there? So oh, let me sure. give you give everyone a little backstory here and in case you haven't you haven't uh, or you don't know like like take some time to go on disney plus and i think the show or the 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 segment is called under the helmet yeah you guys have either you guys watched that i have i have it was it was nice yeah yeah and and in that they actually talk about boba fett's role was going to be larger for return of the jedi like you know the whole thing with the Ewoks and Jabba the Hutt and all that that wasn't the original plan for the third movie the third movie was going to uh, showcase Boba Fett as the main villain and then they were going to tie up the whole thing with Luke and Darth Vader in another film afterwards Oh, yeah but because George Lucas you know they wanted to film the third movie they wanted to kind of wrap up the storyline and then I think he has some personal things going on as well they scrapped that idea and then they said okay we're gonna kind of you know turn this around and that's why you see Boba Fett kind of get dismissed real early on because his story was supposed to go one way but it went a different way. They were going to have to, you know, go and search for him. So at the end of Empire Strikes Back, uh, Chewie and Luke go off on, I'm sorry, not Chewie and Luke, but Lando and, uh, Lando and Chewie go off onto the Millennium Falcon. And their their whole mission was to go find uh, Boba Fett and to find uh, Han Solo. And that was kind of going to be the culmination. And at the end of that, Luke was going to have to fight Boba and all this other stuff and bring the whole storyline back. But because of those changes, that's why we kind of got his ceremony. You know, he he did he had this uh, uh, this ceremony ceremony less, or that's not a word. But like he he like he just got dismissed. That was it. He just got dismissed in yeah. Return of the Jedi, and that kind of sucked for what we were going to get. Most definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's you know, Boba Fett had a, a, a really unique uh, history, you know, going from he was just supposed to be like a, a almost like a super commando, like mm-hmm. a super uh, stormtrooper, to like you said, he was going to be the main villain and uh, uh, revenge of the Jedi or Return of the Jedi, whichever one uh, you know you want to say, and uh, 
it, it just a really unique story. It's, yeah, it's really cool. It is, and 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 that that's pretty much some of those things that we don't really get. You know, most people uh, don't know that stuff, but you know, overall, it it was a good show though. It it, it really was. Now, uh, I want to throw this into you guys' court. Okay. What do you guys think about the inclusion of Cad Bane in, in the book of Boba Fett? Go ahead, big man. Okay. I thought Cad Bane was a was a nice inclusion. He really has this this whole aura of like the bad guy in a in a western. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. But uh, but he reminds yeah, yes. me of the bad. That was the character Lee Van Cleef played. Mm-hmm. Kind of the tall, slim gunslinger. You don't know much about him, but you know he's a bad dude, and you're not supposed to cross him. So I so I really thought that was a very good inclusion, and to to sort to <laughs> dismiss him two episodes later was kind of disappointing. I would have liked to see him return and kind of you know cause a little trouble in some future series. And that was a that was another gripe I had. My my main gripe with it was it seemed like it was too short. I just think if they could have spread out what they wanted over 10 episodes or maybe just cut everything short it seemed like that whole thing with the mechanic and she's trying her best to be funny and some of those lines were very cringe where the they could have maybe streamlined that it was a couple things they maybe could have streamlined and some things they could have expanded i would have loved loved to see more of ahsoka but uh yeah i like cat bane in there i would have just liked to see more of it I, i agree I agree. And what about you, Black Mando? Yeah, I have to agree as well. I would have liked to have seen uh, more Cad Bane as well. You know, it's kind of seemed like this has been an overarching theme of ours, uh, you know, on the show so far. It's just the fact that we wanted more um, of the story beats that they, you know, kind of left in there. They, you know, they... They needed to expand on more of the good stuff that they had. Yeah. You know, um, I was surprised. Um, I was almost thinking that we were going to see Cad Bane in that back to tank. Hmm. I almost thought we were going to see Cad Bane in that back to tank. Uh, just because of the maturity that Boba had gone through. You know, him not being that boy anymore that you know got shot in the head by cad bane mm-hmm. you know that's for for you know you you real star wars clone wars fans out there talking about that dent in uh boba's uh helmet there oh, yeah. hit hit but um yeah i i agree big mike i totally agree i i think that uh we needed to see more cad bane for being such a prolific character you know yeah now now in you guys opinion what was the best of the book of Boba Fett? Like the one thing that you, you jumped out your chair when you saw it on screen or they said, or what was that moment like? Okay. Um, for me, it's always seeing 1983 Luke Skywalker. Seeing, seeing you know, him and uh, Grogu training, that, that was pretty awesome. They brought back so many of the elements of Empire Strikes Back when when Luke and Yoda are on Dagobah and when it when when he puts puts Grogu in a little backpack you know that that was the same thing he had Yoda in a little backpack and he was jogging 
And I'm surprised that, that you know he didn't levitate more rocks because that was a big thing Luke did on Dagobah. So I would say, in even though Luke really didn't have anything to do with Boba Fett, but that was my jump out of your chair moment seeing 83 Luke make a return in the Boba Fett series. Good, good. You black man though? Big Mike, I might have to agree with that as well. Um, seeing uh, Luke in there um, and the training that they were doing. I'm trying to think. Um, you know, every week I was really excited uh, at the end of each episode uh, for the most part. For this, this, uh, this series uh, made me excited for the next week every week I would say at the end of each episode and um yeah I like I said I I think for the most part uh Luke being seeing Luke uh there was uh was cool so so again I'm gonna have to uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have, it, it's controversy it's controversy yeah, on, on the spoiled it. milk podcast so I if one of my favorite moments was definitely uh, Boba riding the Rancor. That was oh, oh that, that was pretty awesome. Definitely. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. But I have to say, my favorite, my best of moment of the Book of Boba Fett has to be Mando. It has to be Mando. <laughs> and, I, and I know the show is called the Book of Boba Fett, but mm. I I am in love with the Mandalorian show, and I know a lot of people saying, "Well, that was just like a mini." a mini uh, you know a seasonal break in between that's all right give it to me i i wanted three of those episodes i wanted <laughs> three. i wanted three of because there's something just so and and we almost got it right because like the the season finale was like mostly mando as well but yeah it's something about that character that just he all the feelings that i had for boba fett when I was younger, uh, the mystery, the honor, the integrity. Right. He has the armor on. He never takes off the helmet. Guess what? All of that translated to the Mandalorian when that show came out. All of it. So when he goes onto that, I don't know even know what that ring planet was. It was like a halo ring. But what, wherever they were at, and he walks and finds the remaining two uh two of his kind the last of the mandalorians and he walks down there and he's talking to the armorer and he's talking to the descendant of uh vizsla and he you know they're going over the mythos and uh he takes the beskar spear and and they melted down for at that time we didn't know what it was it was being melted down for i thought it was gonna be like armor but it was like chain mail for for groku and, and they go through all of that and he gets banished for me i was like i love this i love it i love it give give me more and i didn't think we were gonna get in episode six that showcased him as well but when we did i was like yes yes and then he meets ahsoka and ahsoka standing there talking to luke that whole that that those two episodes right like i'm gonna say this everybody's gonna hate that i say this <laughs> but i'm gonna say it anyway you could have threw the rest of the script in the trash. 
Give me those two episodes. Oh man. oh man. Give I know, right? It's harsh. Come on, it's man. harsh, but that's why it's called spoiled milk. But it's harsh. It's going down. It's not smooth. It's rough. It's it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, that 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 to me, I was like, yes. I was like, this is what I wanted. And and those are the only episodes I watched more than once. Like those are the only ones. Like every other one, I was like, okay, I'm good. I watched it enough. Yeah. I know everything about it. But those episodes, I went back and watched them again. Like, okay, this is awesome. And, and it's a shame. It was called the Book of Boba Fett, but for me. The best part was Mando. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Book of Mando. I'm sorry. Not Mando sorry. Season 2.5. Exactly. <laughs> since, you, since you mentioned that, that's an, that's an excellent point. And I really wonder if they could have just reworked it. And not saying we didn't need a Book of Boba Fett. But if you look at, at the pivotal episodes, did we really need seven episodes basically like they gave it to us? And I'm saying could they have spun it into giving us, instead of seven episodes of Boba Fett, probably seven of the Mandalorian season three, why not give us a 14 episodes Mandalorian three and put elements of Boba Fett in there. Let's see Boba Fett training with the Tuscans. Let's let's get some background into Boba Fett, but we're still going to center it around the Mandalorian. You know they could have they could have expanded the whole scene the whole scene with the armorer and the guy who was the descendant of the one who made the black saber. We could have seen more more of uh, Soka and Grogu and, and Luke training and give us some Boba Fett. Make make Boba Fett kind of the DLC, kind of like how how <laughs> if you play Marvel's Spider Man, you get to play as Miles Morales. For a little bit at the end, so kind of, kind of make Boba the Miles Morales DLC to the Mandalorian season two game. So that's going into the episode description. You know that, right? Oh, it has to, it has to for real. And I guess I just ignited my my red lightsaber as well. That's 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 that's, that's very Sith, Sith worthy. But yeah, I have to agree. Join think, me. Oh Join yeah, definitely. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Yeah, yeah. So hey, that's that's straight up embracing the dark side there. But yeah, I'd see it like you're saying. I mean, give us an extra long Mandalorian season three and give us a good bit of Boba Fett in there, but it didn't have to center around Boba Fett as much. So yeah. we we we've officially gone to the dark side. But oh, yeah. with Mando, Black Mando, give us the final word on the book of Boba Fett. Bring us back to the light side. Redeem (laughs) us so we can actually turn into force ghosts. Before we go into what's on the shelf, help us. Help us here, please, sir. (laughs) I got you. I got you. You know what? I'm glad you brought up that Rancor scene because I that was a, a moment that really uh, surprised me. I, I was waiting for it to happen, but when it popped up, I was pretty hyped. Um, this you know, I I can't remember. Was this supposed to be a limited series, or was or was this supposed to be another season of this? You know, when they say limited se- series, it's only one season or whatnot. I don't uh, think they said either remember? way. I, I don't they think didn't? they said it either. But with okay. Cobb Vance in the back to tank, yeah, I'm thinking we're going to yeah. get a season two for sure. And it's so basically if, how many streams they get, whether they decide, hey, this made money, we'll do it again. That's it for sure, for sure. So if we do get 
the an, another season of Book of Boba Fett, right? I want to see uh, some more wrath of uh, of Boba. I want to see um, what he, how he's able to maneuver through a more political environment, possibly, and you know that push and pull of him, you know, not trying to be that bounty hunter anymore. Um, I want to see, you know, some more of that expanded universe stuff maybe come in. Like we got Black Chrysanthemum, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would like to see some uh, uh, bring out some other characters there. You know, just some more Dangar. You know, just some more bounty hunters would be dope. You know, I was waiting for Dangar to come out there. I, you know, I just want me too. Some uh, some bounty hunters to come out there. You know what's really uh, cool right now uh, that I've been. And this is kind of uh, segueing into uh, what's on the shelf. Uh, Crimson Rain, the comic book. Uh, I'm really excited for I read the first issue. I'm still waiting on that second issue. Um, that would be... If we could take some of the plot points from Crimson Rain, uh, that comic, and maybe feed its way into uh, the Mandoverse. Uh, could I like fit that. right in there Mando with Boba Vett. That- yeah, yeah. I, You've coined that Disney. phrase. Oh, you yeah. got it. Call me Disney. Yours. Yeah. Call me Disney. Come on. Oh, but uh, Crimson Rain, uh, uh, I think is going to set up some real cool stuff. Uh, you know, obviously it comes from Crimson Dawn with Kira. Uh, you know, Maul. This is kind of like after Maul is gone. You know, we could kind of see some of that integrate into Book of Boba Fett. And like I said, the Mandoverse, I would be super psyched for that that would be awesome then we could possibly see vader in there too which would be dope i like all but, of that too know. definitely you know i like great. the mandoverse yeah that that term was was coined oh yeah definitely and right I, here right now stamp it oh yeah and i just and just just to add to, to, to that great list of what i'd like to see for a possible season two i definitely want to see more Finnick. i think she's his she's not his angel on his shoulder she's his devil on his shoulder and she kind of brings him back. He's too close to being Boba Fett, the politician. Because, I mean, if it yeah. wasn't for her, there might have been a scene with him wearing a suit and some loafers. <laughs> so as long as she's there to tell him, look, you know, don't forget that you still are sinister. You know, you still are Boba Fett. You still are this ruthless bounty hunter. And oh, yeah. the way she picked off all of the, she what, she killed the mayor and she killed the, the Pike Syndicate people at the Sick. end and just super stealthy. I mean, she Finnick, Finnick is a very underrated character, so she's definitely got to come back next time. And, uh, you know, sure. sort of be there to whisper in his ear and kind of keep him on the, not necessarily the straight and narrow, but to keep him on the right path for, for that character. So, we've already gotten uh, uh, Black Mando's What's on the Shelf. Big Mike, what's your What's on the Shelf? Okay, um, what's on my shelf is uh, kind of picking up a couple things. Um, there's a season two of Raising Dion. We talked about that earlier. You know, we have varying opinions on Raising Dion. I actually like the first season. If you if you aren't familiar with it, Spoil Milk Family, it's a series created by Michael B. Jordan, and it stars his or the or the character who's the star of the show is his son Dion. Dion is eight and he's developing basically supernatural powers. It centers around Dion and his mom 
Michael B. Jordan is a character. He plays a character on the show that's missing. They don't really know what happened to him. And it's pretty cool to see this little kid sort of explore his powers. Um, and so season two just dropped the other day. So that's on my shelf. To check out season two of Raising Dion. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel about shows with kids. I love kids. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I got some at home. But I cannot, I, I just, I, I have a hard pro, I have a hard time watching them in the leads of movies and shows. I just, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah. Y'all pray for yeah. me. Y'all pray. <laughs> yeah, I just, can't. Oh, I can't oh, do it. But it's other people out there. You can watch them. Yeah. But I, I just, I just, I just can't. I just can't. He's cannot. a little bit whiny. He reminds me of probably what I would have been like if I was eight with superpowers. I would have been very interested. Yeah, I just oh my goodness, no, you my blood pressure is going up already. <laughs> but let me give you guys what's uh on the shelf for me. Uh, okay. some video games. Video games. Awesome. That, this, this is like a premiere time of the year where we get some good yeah. releases after the holiday season. Yes, and you all know I'm a PlayStation owner, so I got a couple games uh on my list. Uh one is Sifu. Sifu okay. is a martial arts game where the martial arts look very fluid and I, I won't say real but they flow very well together and sometimes that's like the main thing that gives you a problem it kind of takes you out of the moment when you're playing a martial arts game and the you know the kicks don't line up with the round houses and exactly. all this other yeah. stuff I, I am not a martial arts expert by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> but I like watching it right so yeah. uh, it, it's like if you take masterpiece theater when we were kids and put it in video game form that's how seafood looks and then my second game is horizon fall uh forbidden west i am i am a huge huge horizon fan i love the games when when the first one came out horizon zero dawn i had almost zero expectations for that game i was like oh it's gorilla i, I know they made kill zone and a couple of different other games but when I played Horizon Zero Dawn, I was hooked. I was hooked. I had to platinum it out. I had to get the DLC. Are you platinum uh, out? Oh yeah, I platinum oh, wow. out. Yeah, yeah. So you know, real. yeah, I, I platinum it out. It. I got the armor and all the just like God of War. That was my other game. I don't platinum out a lot of games. So if yeah. I platinum out a game, that means I'm real. I'm I'm connected to it. So. I oh, planned yeah. it out, and I've been waiting on this one. I got uh, my my pre order because I, you know, I just don't trust digital content. I got some stuff digital. Don't, right, don't get right. me wrong, mm -hmm. but I I buy the physical copies whenever I can. So I got that on uh, pre order. It's coming out February 18th. So if you guys are a PlayStation fan, and maybe your PlayStation has been collecting dust uh, because there's <laughs> not a whole lot of games out there get horizon zero dawn i mean not zero dawn horizon forbidden west or sifu and if you haven't gotten horizon zero dawn get the game i'm not gonna ruin it for you but the storyline is excellent and it the graphics are beautiful it's yeah. just it just is but those are my recommendation uh for what's on the shelf but uh big mike black mando Black Man, yes, thank you for joining us today. It's yes, been a lot. great episode. Is, where where can people find you at? Do you have a uh, uh, YouTube or Twitter? What do you got so people you can know, follow you? Uh, right now I'm working on trying to get out there and you know 
create some content um, of my own. But, you know, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you know, search Black Mandalorian. You can find me there. I like to talk a lot about Star Wars, Star Wars The Venice Collection. You know, I started uh, that uh, collection up and uh, Lego Star Wars. You can check me out on there. Um, as, as far as any type of content, I'm hoping I'll be on the Spoiled Milk channel. And uh, always like and subscribe to Spoiled Milk. And you might see me on there, hopefully, oh, if yeah. uh, I pass this test. Hopefully you'll catch me on there soon. But again, thank y'all so much for having me, man. I've really, this is a dream come true. This is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. And I wouldn't have uh, expected anything as so amazing as this with some brothers like y'all. So I really do appreciate it. Thanks a lot for joining us. And thanks for all of the kind words. This was an awesome episode. Time flew by and I see we didn't get too far behind schedule. So yeah, thanks a lot for joining us, and this will be the first of first of more to come. Yeah, the first, the first of many, the first of many. It was just, it was awesome being able to just talk to you about uh, Star Wars. Of course, you know you're gonna be our Star Wars insider going forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. I need to do some studying up then. I need to do some more studying. Look, oh, yeah. it's okay because we mispronounce names, we butcher. TV shows and titles and episodes. We butcher everything. That's why people yeah. come to listen to us because oh, most we definitely. don't have it all together. It's just, it's like, <laughs> it, it's like just talking with, with two people and just, it, you're in the park just talking. It doesn't matter. It's, oh, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. We that's butcher good. everything. But for those of you all following the Spoiled Milk Podcast, please continue to do so. We thank you guys for your listenership. We're brought, brought to you like PBS. It's, it's because of listeners like you that we can oh, yeah. do what we do on the Spoiled Milk channel. Uh, but oh, if yeah. you also want to follow us, follow us on Twitter at Spoiled McWeb1. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Spoiled McWeb, uh, on WordPress as well as Spoiled Milk Web, or you can email us at SpoiledMilkWeb at gmail.com. And please don't forget to check out our YouTube channel uh, under Spoiled Milk, where we're doing awesome things like reviewing action figures, video games put together legos we're gonna have to get black mando back on to do some vintage uh star wars collection get that going but check us out don't forget to like us and then also you can uh get a chance to win a free action figure we give one away a month and it's it's pretty cool it's awesome man and, you know where what other podcast is doing that who else i don't it might be some other people doing it but nobody does it like us nobody, nobody does it like, does it like, like us exactly no nobody nobody so thank you guys <laughs> for listening to us and that is it we are out